Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Davis, Director of the Ohio Department of Developmental Disabilities. Welcome. We are glad, very glad to be here today with Mr. Robert Shoemake, advocate with the Hamilton County Developmental Disabilities Board. It's nice to meet you and see you. Hi, Ryan. Good to see you again. It is a pleasure. So we're here because you're doing some pretty remarkable things, right? So, but first, you are an advocate. Forgive me. You're an advocate for uh, uh, full-time, right, employee of the Hamilton County DD Board, and and advocate on their behalf. Yes, sir. Um, I I work in the office for four days out of the week, about seven point five hours a day, um, and my specialties are excessive accessible technology, transportation, and um, just uh, complete uh, working with any kind of advocacy groups. Um, I also have a video cast that I do called How I See It. Um, it's a point of view of advocacy and community th- through a person with a visual impairment's uh, point of view. I am visually par- impaired, have been from birth, um, and I also have a developmental disability, uh, which my vision qualifies as. Um, but I, I help out our community by advocating for the accessibility and the... Um, technology on our transportation systems, our paratransit, and our fixed route systems, um, which is a full-time job. Yeah, so let's talk more about that, then we'll get to your to your videos that you do. You want to? Mm-hmm. So uh, most individuals that you interact with, are they individuals receiving supports, families, other professionals? Uh, what What's a typical day look like? Um, typical day is come in, check emails, respond to people we serve who have some concerns about transportation, about how to connect to jobs in the community, how to connect to resources in the community. I interact with professionals who are also um, working with the people we serve, um, SSAs, uh, support specialists, um, behavior specialists, all of them, um, technology. I interact with almost every department in the agency. So you are a bit of a subject matter expert on technology. Um, I don't know if I want to call myself an expert, but I'll let other people do that. But I am very well diverse because I've been using technology for, oh, 25 years, maybe. Um, Started out very simple. And once the iPhones came along, and uh, they just opened a whole world for people with visual impairments. So what kind of technology do you still do you use today? Um, I use the iPhone 7 um, for checking email, texting, calling, um, responding to 
um, messages, um, almost anything you can think of that anyone else uses a phone for music, podcasts, uh, watching videos, everything you do, I do on the on the cell phone. Well, maybe. <laughs> Indeed. Maybe. So what do you see? Uh, do you have a, a sense of the future of technology with respect to those uh, our system and those we support? Oh, yeah. that That's why I was on the uh, technology first um, committee that they had to, mm-hmm. to um, write up a report that was given to you about the future of technology. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of my big goals and, and, and dreams is to allow people with disabilities, developmental disabilities, to have access to the technology that can help them in their daily lives, on their jobs, and in their communities. Because I've met so many people that we serve who just aren't aware of the technology and what it can do for them. And I've helped people we serve learn how to use the technology, know where to go to get it, and hoping that the department can broaden that that scope for the people we serve. Okay, let's do that in a couple of ways. Uh, and wherever you wish to start, how do you, how do you envision the department and the system help it, let's say the department helping more. I mean, what are our next steps? Well, I think we need to look back at what we've done and and think about how we can move this forward. You know, making it a goal to put um, resources in the county board's hands that allow people with disabilities to have access to technology. We talked about um, on the technology task force that the county boards should be um, thinking about having a technology um, specialist that's a person with a disability that would go out and, and promote accessible technology to people and their families with disabilities. You know, that's probably one of the biggest ways we can start. And then once that gets established, it can broaden from there to where we'll be going out in the community and recruiting others to to pass on the knowledge. So let's... Um, uh take another path real quick let's talk about transportation so you know folks i assume and you know folks come to you right i i i'm having trouble getting from here to there i'm having trouble getting to work whatever it might be so what are you learning and 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 how are you sharing it well you know for a while i was working with um trying to find out how we can get over and lift to be accessible for people who yes. use power chairs. And, you know, they, in some of the bigger cities, 
They are. I know Washington, D.C., and, you know, they have accessible cabs. So we're advocating for these uh, companies to be thinking a bigger scale. You know, if you, if you make your cabs and your uh, Ubers and your Lyfts accessible, the supply and demand will increase because there are so many people with disability who have difficulty getting around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been working with that. I work with the local bus system, which is really accessible now for people with disabilities. You know, we finally have gotten to the point where all the buses have lifts yeah, or ramps, actually. Right. <clears throat> and then we have our paratransit, which, you know, they go all over wherever the bus system goes, and they're they're improving and 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 they're pretty accessible. So it's it's just a matter of trying to keep up with all these transportations and there have been a few people that I've worked with on okay I want to go from here to here How, what bus do I catch or or can I get there on access or you know is Uber accessible and on and so on and so on so it's being a resource for the people we serve on different aspects of transportation so like what shall we chat a bit about your videos Sure. So do you do um, this on behalf of the county board? Yes. Or? Okay. I started about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, my uh, current supervisor and I, you know, I hear me talking about, you know, it sure would be nice to have, you know, some videos to show people on, you know, where to go for this resource and that resource. And so... We ended up turning it into a opportunity uh, called How I See It, which is a um, video, um, 30-minute video from my point of view of different resources and how people with disabilities, developmental disabilities, can access different things in their community. How many have you done? Do you have any idea? Um, total, probably about 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was... And they're accessible to uh, see through, how? Yeah, through um, Cincinnati Bell TV and uh, Spectrum TV. So how would you describe um, the state of advocacy in our system today? Even compared to 10 or 15 years ago or compared to the way you think it could be? You pick. Well, I can answer both of them, actually. Um, I think it's it's like everything is growing old. And I mean the people who are advocating are growing older. So it's important for the state of Ohio to find a way to recruit younger advocates and get them involved with advocating um, for not only their rights but other people with disabilities rights as well. Um, I think that 
as long as we keep pushing and pushing, we'll get more and more things done. You know, ever since, it seems like ever since the ADA was brought into effect, people with disabilities have been improving their opportunities throughout life. And we can't stop. We just have to continue. What's the most pressing issue that you think we have? <sighs> you pick. It's interesting you say that because I think one of them is the DSPs yeah. and their wages. Because if we did not have DSPs and good DSPs, some of us would not be able to to function throughout life. How often do you use a DSP? Every day. Um, Two times a day, in the morning and in the evening, um, to cook and clean and run errands and take me to the store and take me to go work out and stuff like that. I'm one of the um, fortunate ones. I don't need 24-hour care, but there are so many people who do. And if there are not DSPs and there are not good wages for them, the system will break apart. So where, what's next for you? You're enjoying your work. You're doing really good things. Oh, I love it. Um, people always ask me how come... You're always so in a good mood to go to work. I say, because I love what I do. And if you don't love what you do, you know, you're not too thrilled about yourself going to work. That's true. You know, I, everybody, you know, job, the job, can't wait till the weekends. Well, I'm not impressed by the weekend coming because that's downtime for me. I don't get to do what I love doing so hopefully what's next for me is I would like to do accessible technology full time I would like to only do that I mean I like transportation and some of the other advocacy opportunities but I really have a passion for the accessible technology I appreciate that that there that's our future. I mean, I don't think there's any question so. about it, and it is in ways that that certainly I can't even conceive of yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate right. that. Well, if you if you look at the state and the country as a whole, it's so technology focused now, yeah. and accessible technology needs to catch up with technology. So. You know, there are two different things and on two different levels right now. But it's catching up. So perhaps we, uh, as you are well aware, because you, uh, we are fortunate to have your participation on the work group, but we are moving towards a single assessment, single plan format. We appreciate, again, your involvement and participation, but uh, you know, give us your thoughts. I think it's a very good Work group. I think the um, I was surprised to see that it was so large, but I understand because we have a very large state, 
and we're trying to get representation representation from every area and region. The advocates don't uh, write assessments or ISPs. We are a part of them, and we might have some good um, advice or ideas that may make them um, simpler to, to, to write and answer. Um, it's a very large variety of um, IS, um, people who interact with ISPs, supervisors, SSA. And once that document is condensed and um, is put into a universal format, you know, there will be a lot less confusion throughout the state for when people transfer from one county to another or, um, you know, we'll all be on the same page. I, th I think that's right. And, you know, and when we're all, you know, then you have common expectations uh, and you train accordingly mm -hmm. right, and you prepare ultimately. Uh, I trust the outcome will be simpler for all involved allow us to focus on the fundamentals uh, involved and, and prepare, right? Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate, we again, uh, we are grateful for your involvement in that. That's, a, that's an essential priority of ours. Oh, well, thanks. Like those two words mean the same thing, but uh, <laughs> what a delight. Well, I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it.